and welcome to the new episode of a spoiler alert. I am your host for today as Mr. Upton is away at work. Mr. Upton! Yeah. <laughs> I am your host, Samuel Clements, and with me I will be joined by Ewan Roper. What's up? And it's your boy. Sam Robinson. Well, hi there. How are oh, we doing God. today, lads? How are well, we I can doing? just... I can just tell Upton's got to edit this together, and I know he's going to hate that. Oh, he's going to hate all of us. He's going to hate all of that, I live yeah. for this. I live for it. <laughs> if you're listening, Upton, which I know you are. <laughs> I mean, we're going to be sending like doing today, anyway? I'm anyway, doing all yeah. right. It's really hot. It's really warm. Mm. It's a really hot uh, Friday. Yeah. Yes, Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which, so I apologise if I'm completely off my head today, but I don't do well with the heat. It's not very good for me. <laughs> I mean, Absolutely high. Same. So. Same. Yeah. I mean, with your barnet, I bet you're absolutely dying at the moment. Well, apparently it's supposed to rain today, so... <laughs> yeah, I missed that. <laughs> yeah. It's at 5am this morning, wasn't it? Where is it at? <laughs> anyway, we're not here to spoil the weather for you. Let's get on to some, uh, <laughs> some gabbly games. Lovely. Oh, okay, who's going to start? I think, I think Robinson, you can start. Well, I've got, the, uh, I've got to talk about the elephant today, haven't I? Okay, so okay. we've all of us, or some of us, or two of us, have been playing <laughs> The Last of Us too. Yeah. <laughs> my and my copy's coming soon. My copy's coming tomorrow. It was meant to be coming today, but it's coming tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Robinson. I think you've been playing it. I've been playing a little bit of it. I'm about and four hours in, I reckon. Where's that? Because I know I'm at the bit where you start on your journey with Ellie. Oh well, you just got to a sort of grassy area. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Health. I'm. Uh, I've been playing the area for about two hours now, and I'm still oh. trying to work out what I have to do. <laughs> so um, it's, just, it's, it's like a big open area. There's lots of stuff to do. I'm, it, you know, it's not really spoilers or anything like that, but it's there's so much to find in this area. I absolutely love it. Anyway, let's uh, let's start from the top because that's the best place to start from always. Um, okay, now I played The Last of Us one. I hadn't played it until this week, and I've marathoned it this week, and I've gone straight onto two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed The Last of Us 1. I do need to take back a few comments I said about The Last of Us 1 last time, where I said it goes on forever, it outstays its welcome, it's a bit dull. Um, I'd like to take all that back, <laughs> having not finished it. I, I will stand by, I do think it goes on a little bit too long. There's a bit towards the end where you're running around a restaurant and being attacked by a guy who sets the place on fire. And I, I was sort of like, well, I've lost interest at this point. This is all padding. It doesn't need to be here. But um, I will say that I... Did you realise who the? um, Do you know who the voice actor for um, David is? No. Yeah, it's um. Oh, what's his face? Oh, (laughs) Wim. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh no, Nathan Drake. It's what is Nolan North? Nolan North. North. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was him. I I usually Nolan North from a mile away. It's in the credits, and he he said in the uh, documentary that they did on the last last one. I think it was a few years ago. Yeah, he didn't want people to realise who he was. (laughs) And at the very end, they had like all the actors' names, and then at the bottom of the credits, and Nolan North. (laughs) You blame him. David is an absolute fucking monster. Yeah, David's fucked. (laughs) <laughs> but it was a, it, it was just a bit padded it went on for ages I didn't really enjoy it but now that I've played now that I've finished it I do agree that it is a masterpiece of a game and I love it to death I don't think it quite beats Uncharted 2 and 4 but it beats 1 and 3 out easily and Lost Legacy um, but anyway Last, The Last of Us 2 is you can tell as soon as you boot it up you can tell there's a lot more money in this game there's so much more like ambition they didn't know that the first one was going to be this massive hit they knew this game was going to had a lot to live up to 
I kind of think it it's a bit of a detriment to the game, the, the amount of stuff they put into it. Because as much as the first game is this really well-crafted story about surviving in this new world and finding something to live for, the second game sort of muddies the waters with some of the cheesiest dialogue I've ever, I've ever seen from a Naughty Dog game and a lot of crap and stuff that they just don't, they didn't really need. A lot of relationship drama, which feels more like it's in tune for something like Friends than The Last of Us. <laughs> um, but it just, it's, things like that didn't really gel well for me. But then you get to the actual gameplay and the gameplay is just fantastic. It's brilliant. Mostly. It's mostly brilliant, I should say, actually. I don't want to go um, <laughs> too far. I'm say it's amazing because it's not. It's not as good as the first game. And I, I have to say that now. I think the first game's better from what I've played so far. Um, to get the, the bad stuff out of the way, I think they've added this new mechanic into The Last of Us 2. And I don't know if, Clements, you've seen this as well. I don't know if you've got to this part. But when you're fighting an enemy close quarters, like CQC, they now have an attack or, or move where you have to press the L1 button to dodge yeah, their attack. Yeah, I've seen that. It's crap because it doesn't really work. It's not like Bayonetta where you know you dodge an attack, then it slows down for you to hit them. No, it's just mm. you dodge, now attack. And you don't yeah. get a second to prepare for their attack. They, it's very awkward because it's not really timed very well, I feel. No. And you can miss it very quickly. And like Because I'm playing the game on hard. And it, 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 you can get fucked up very, very easily in that game. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And when, you, uh, when you're trying to dodge attacks and you still have to attack the enemy yourself, all it really amounts to is mashing the L1 and square button, hoping you dodge something, but you end up dodging your own attacks and then getting hit by theirs, and that's all that ever happens. And I think I have a success rate of this, of around about 0% of actually <laughs> winning an attack by using this method, because all you ever do is you just go, and then suddenly you realise you haven't actually taken anything down, and then you get hit by a clicker. So that's, that's all that's really happened for me. I think this dodge mechanic, if they were going to put it in, it needs to be a slow motion thing, like you have a second to prepare for it. Secondly, there's this new prone move where if you hold down the circle button you go into a, you go you lay down and you can crawl along the ground like this like solid snake style mm-hmm. um there really needed to be it really needed its own button because when you're trying to du- you, you duck down to hide behind something you get down on the ground you're like, for fuck's sake ellie get up for god's sake what are you doing on the floor <laughs> it's honestly every time she i tried to press the circle button she got on the floor and I was like, get up <laughs> it was so irritating and it's yeah i'm having a bit of a frustrating time of it at the moment but i will say that in terms of presentation, in terms of its looks, I played it with my headphones on. The sound design is fucking amazing. It's one of the best, get, one of the best looking games visually, mm. and you know, oh, in terms of yeah, audio, the sound, the sound is yeah. on point. Yeah. Like, especially the soundtrack. Th- I'm going to throw up a spoiler alert right now. Mm. I'm going to yeah just throw up <laughs> that because it could just get into spoiler territory. But during that scene, like at the beginning. That's it, I've called a spoiler. When Joel dies, like, the actual noise you get from Ellie's point of view, like, the ringing in your ears is so good, especially if you've got headphones on. Mm. It's, oh, it's, it's strangely poetic, poetic in that way. Yeah. And um, I think that the people who complain about the plot, people have a right to complain, obviously. People can say, I don't like the way this goes. I don't like the way this works. Um, Personally, I feel like the death could have been done a bit better. I, I think maybe some people have some, you know, I agree with some people there. I think bombarding Metacritic with negative reviews about it without getting past it is a little bit, a little bit childish. But um, I, I think it works. I think the, the whole death, the concept of killing Joel off right at the, well, not right at the start, but a little bit, a couple of hours in. I think it works on a narrative level because The Last of Us 1 was about 
Joel losing someone and finding something to live for and The Last of Us 2 is in a similar vein even though it's more about Ellie's revenge and her journey to find find his killers which I'm quite interested in even if um, even if that was last talked about about an hour and a half ago gameplay or more than that about three hours ago now they last mentioned that um, that plot because that's the only reason I, I want to know where this goes I want to know where this plot goes but they keep just running around this fucking field looking at stuff <laughs> and as much as I'm actually really enjoying this uh, going around looking at the buildings you can go into banks and find like robbers that would try to rob the rob a bank on outbreak day <laughs> and everyone's going that was a fucking silly idea and um <laughs> I, I really like it's really fascinating it's a great world but i've been playing i think i've been on that area for about two and a half hours and i still don't know where i'm going with it i've shot a lot of enemies i've been shot by a lot of clickers uh, you know or eaten by a lot of clickers rather i've had to fight through that crappy stupid l1 dodge move and i'm just i'm a little bit worn out um, I don't think it's ju- it's even because I played The Last of Us 1 and then sh- went on straight to The Last of Us 2 because I started playing The Last of Us 1, finished it, and then immediately went for the collectibles. So, and I all I want to do while I'm playing The Last of Us 2 is play Last of Us 1. So I don't think that really, it, it kind of feels like they dropped a ball in a sense on a narrative level. I know they want to build the world up, but I, I feel I like the... Last of Us 1, it's more like, maybe not in your like field but it's more nostalgia yeah and then you think i think with everything going on right now i think because if we look at last of us when that came out in 2013 it was a more simpler time and that's why it's a lot more fun fondly remembered like at the moment right now to this in this day than that then i think it, it would be well i think we i think the thing with uh what people are saying about the last of us too i think we go back to star wars syndrome it was what i call it um where I, you know i call the fandom have star wars syndrome where they think it's theirs they think they own it oh, yeah they have a say so annoying um and that's why when last year they came out and everyone went this isn't what we wanted uh, sort of went yeah. well it's not fucking up to you is it yeah. it's their it's their series let them do it and everyone went no 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 no, no. let's let's fucking crucify rian johnson and send hate mail to everyone and death threats and shit that is literally the point yeah. thing that i'm getting from this it's like everyone's like oh how dare you kill joe off joel off that's mm. uh, it's really discrediting to his personally character. how but did you create his character did you voice at his character yeah exactly like it's not it's not your character to, to mm. decide you're acting like you can't kill a character off any like in any possible sense yeah because it's a discredit to them honestly like from hearing the story like personally i agree there were better ways to go around with um killing joel but that again that kind of fits into the um overall world of the last of us that no one gets a glorified death it's either horrible it's it's horrible bloody or you just turn into a clicker and die but i feel like instead of having joel's death within like the first two hours of the game i feel like you could have had like the first block of 10 hours as like time with joel and then you've got the death of joel and then you've got the revenge oh yeah i think it was a bit too early i also don't think you should play as abby I think it should be yeah. a strictly Ellie story. Also, um, going back to what Ewan said, you really don't see Joel that much before he gets killed off. It's only because I'd played The Last of Us 1 so close to The Last of Us 2 that I actually cared. If I'd left it two or three years, I probably wouldn't care that much. I wouldn't be that interested because you play as Joel. I think you see Joel roughly for about 10 minutes of screen time before he dies before mm. you know, in this game. 
you should have spent an hour. You should have maybe played as him for an hour yeah. before he gets killed off. I, um, I think it should have been, like, start off from the start of the first one. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, you play for him, like, a few hours, and then Abby comes out and kills him. Yeah. And then it should have cut to back, and then said The Last of Us Part 2, and then you should have started off as Ellie. Like the first game? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that Neil Druckmann, as much as I think the guy's a fucking legend, the guy knows how to tell a story, don't don't get me wrong. Mm. Um, it feels a bit, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Self-indulgent, the way he's gone about making this game, even just the first four hours or so, the first however far in I am. It feels a bit self-indulgent that he's, gone, he's done all this stuff. Um, because it just feels like a director's wish list of what he thinks he could have done in the first game. And now we've got all this technology, let's do all this. Let's make a big snowy area and spend two hours in it. Let's make a massive field that you spend, well, 50% of the game in, by the feet, from what I can tell. Um, and it feels like maybe if you were a bit more focused, like the first game was really focused, maybe due to technical limitations, I don't know. But if it was a bit more focused like that game, it might be more compelling. But I'm a, li- I'm a little bit bored. <laughs> yeah. it, it, I wish it, I knew it, what I was doing. In the story sense, it does feel a bit like they were trying a bit too hard to shock people, mm. which I kind of get, but I also kind of like... I think they should have just went for the straight story instead of trying so hard to like be shocking and all that. But yeah, yeah, I don't. Mm. I mean, I like Joel's death. I I don't think it was as well done as it could have been, but I like the idea of them killing him off. I like the fact that they yeah. killed him because they. Um, yeah, sorry. Continue. No, no, sorry. Carry on. I wasn't really yeah, going anywhere with that. <laughs> but yeah, like people who played the Last of Us one, they can they see Joel's the hero and all of that when yeah. really he's actually the villain yeah he's actually a, like not a monster but he's actually quite he's evil. not a, yeah he's not a monster but he's in the villain of the sense that he put his own personal yeah. um feelings in yeah. the way of humanity mm. yeah and thing is i can understand why joel did what he did oh, like, yeah. i would do the same and i'm sure yeah pretty much most people would do the same i think what people don't understand is in that situation it is no longer about being civil with each other it's about survival and trying to find the last literally last of us of humanity and that's what joel had and that is why i think his death was kind of necessary Mm. because him and ellie had a relationship like ellie thought of him as his her dad and now that he's gone she's gone completely fucking mental and honestly again if if we were all in that position we would do the same thing we would be like i'm gonna fucking kill everyone because if you look at last of us one from joel's relationship with tess he was a robotic he, he was kind of like a soldier he was a mercenary kind of and when he started to have this relationship with Ellie, he just all of a sudden started to become more humanized and started to become the father he once was to Sarah before she died. But it was, yeah. <laughs> well, this is the thing. When I played The Last of Us 1, obviously, as I've said many times, I played it pretty much the day before I got The Last of Us 2. Mm. I was thinking when he lied to her right at the end of The Last of Us 1, I was thinking that's going to lead to his death because I already knew he was going to die. That's going to lead up to his death. Um, that's yeah. going to be the thing that kills him. It turns out that doesn't go anywhere uh, so far. It's gone absolutely nowhere and it's been brought up. Well, it hasn't really, has it? Apart from the very first line, the very first scene when he's talking about it, it never gets brought up again. 
Um, at least it's been the first four hours. I know. Maybe next week when I finished it, I'll come back and say, <laughs> "Oh, it's fantastic! That plot was amazing. I can't believe it." But um, right now, I was kind of hoping that that would be the thing. That mistake would be the thing that led to his death. And because in this cold, hard world of the Last of Us, where you don't you don't get rewarded for you know looking after yourself or anyone else, that might have been the big mistake that got him killed. Mm. And maybe you know that was what that was something that was an issue that Ellie would have to fight through to go after her revenge. But mm. it just didn't lead to that. It just oh, this person we've never met just goes bang, and that's it. Bye, Joel. Or rather, <laughs> bye, Joel. Because I've seen the beginning, like as you said, like with Joel talking to Tommy. Yeah. I feel like that's a good opening. However, it's not as impactful and it's not as good as the um, pre- as last one, Last of Us ones opening. No. I feel like keep the. Um, I personally would have liked it if we actually replayed that final section again as like the opening. So you've got like people who've not played the game before have an understanding, then you intersplice bits of that cutscene through like the ending cutscene of Last of Us One. Yeah. I mean I don't know, it's it's very subjective, but I kind of would have I'm thinking about the way Uncharted was done and I'm thinking maybe that would have been better. Maybe just not bother killing off Joel. It, it, it wasn't really necessary. It was a shock factor thing and it did kind of work, but it wasn't entirely necessary. Maybe it would have been better if he'd stayed alive and we'd followed his journey uh, with, with Ellie as she grew up and as she found out all his secrets and as she left him perhaps or lost faith in him or something like that. Mm. Maybe there was a bit more that you could have mined out of that plot or maybe you could have done that for the first 10 hours then killed him off and then done the the plot that we get for the rest of it but I don't know I feel like they missed something I feel like there's something missing in there maybe there's something maybe they've got something else later on I don't know but we shall see fingers crossed I will be playing it all the time well not all the time because <laughs> I've got because I've got a life um, I'm, I'm playing it now look <laughs> I'm joking I forgot you can't you can't see me we're on a video right, call today. Like, <laughs> all right, one last thing on The Last of Us because I think we can just talk about this the whole hour. Oh, yeah, we can. Do you, do you think it will get a warmer reception over the years? It will. I think it will. I kind of think it's one of the things that's going to get worse. I think it's one of the things that's going to... I mean, a lot of people love it now, but I think over time... Like, I've, I came into this video... Uh, this audio call <laughs> thinking I, I absolutely think it's great I've got to talk I've got to sing the praises of this thing but as we've been talking about it I've sort of started to realise that you know what there's things I don't like about this there are things I don't yeah. like about the plot and Joel's death I think I don't like is, about all of that yeah there, there's it, that's like any game like I could like one of my like some of my favourite games like Halo 3 I could literally just say oh that game's amazing but the more I talk about it the more Go, oh, well, this didn't really make sense. But I think it's yeah. when you're actually playing the game and you remember like the fondness that you had in like, the world. Because you can do the same with any film. You could go, oh, I can't be able to watch that film. But when you're watching it, oh, my God, like, I love these characters and stuff. Yeah. It's kind of like that. I do, I mean, because Uncharted 4, I've played that game so much. I, <laughs> I must have put like 400 hours into it just because I keep playing it. I got the Platinum Trophy and then went, I think I'll have another playthrough of that. Why not? And um, is it, but the thing is, I don't like the third half. Uh, third half. <laughs> I don't the like the third, third half. <laughs> the third act. I say I don't like the third act of the game because it drags on forever. But um, even so, that was that was not a thing I hated when I originally played it. It was only because I kept playing it. But um, I still love it. It's still something I keep going back to replay. But you can definitely tell with Uncharted Four. Its reception has got worse since it came out. I think people have started to go. Oh, you know what? Actually, now that I play it more, 
that it doesn't work. I think that's going to happen to the Last of Us too. Whereas Last of Us One, it's just got better and better and better as the years have gone on, and uh, people are, re- are remembering it more fondly. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just a, it's just asymptomatic of having so much pressure, so much to do, so much to wrap up, so much to live up to, because they Uncharted came from a line of free of, of a fantastic trilogy, one hell of a trilogy that was <laughs> possibly put the, you know the best games on the PS3, I reckon. Hmm. Um, the Last of Us came from The Last of Us Two came from the best game from the PS3, according to most people. And Uncharted Four and The Last of Us Two have both started really strong and gradually got worse, even in the week that Last of Us Two has been out. So I don't know. Maybe it's just because Naughty Dog doesn't do that well with pressure. I don't know, but we'll just have to wait and see for that one. We can't really answer that one for at least another six years. So. Yeah, maybe in the next two years we're going to get people who absolutely despised the game because of the leaks. Yeah, again I, like... I generally think that is one of the reasons people hate it. I don't yeah, maybe. even think mo- many people bought it and like and just went, oh, the leaks were terrible, so I'm just not going to buy this. And also I'm going <laughs> to just leave a user at the score of going, zero. Yeah. yeah, they're fucking idiots. There needs to be, Metacritic needs to find a system of making sure people have it, have the game before... Mm. They uh, play yeah. before they can leave. I, the I just think there is also a problem on YouTube because you always get these people. Oh, it, it's become literally a plague now. But you always get. I don't want to say the word, but you always get this like very anti SJW, anti agenda pushing people. Yes. Like the quor- um, quarantine and uh, not and cor- um, cor- I can't remember his name. And, um, <laughs> I'll probably not be right. Yeah, Hang on, I'll be right back. Give me a moment. <laughs> okay. Continue what you're talking about. Continue what you're talking about. Face and <laughs> Nerdorotic.com and Geeks and Gamers. And it's becoming more and more people that have these kind of YouTube channels just to literally hate anyone that should, like trying to actually include like a gay or a diverse character cast of characters and they they always paranoid that they're pushing an agenda yeah it's silly a lot of this is really silly but um i think it is something that happens gaming is no longer a hot a fun hobby that we can just sit down it's become a political statement well i think it's on the same on a similar level to film now except yeah the thing with film is you get a lot more and i kind of don't like saying this because it, it goes against me as a gamer it goes against most people as gamers but you're dealing with a lot less uh mature audiences with games yeah oh yeah definitely with with films there are there's always a voice in there that goes well actually you know somebody like um stephen king will level it and go well actually i think you'll find video games don't have that it's just a lot of very immature people who think this is mine and you don't have that other you don't have a balance become it is I say this all the time, but it's become full of people who are paranoid that somebody is trying to push. I remember, like, when the first Neo came out. Neo, yeah, the like Dark Souls inspired Japanese thing. Oh yeah, I remember. And like, because it was based on an actual British samurai from the 18th century, I think it was. And a load of people on Twitter were saying, "Oh, whitewashing, whitewashing." Like, <laughs> and it's like, well, you haven't really done your research then, because there was actually a white samurai like a british samurai yeah who the character is based on so it can't be white washing and it's like i hate both sides of them i hate the extreme that go oh 
this is racist, that everything's racist, like Anita Sarkeesian and stuff. Yeah. And then I hate the the other side, like the quarantine and like Hills versus Babyface. I think it's so annoying and it's so in your face all the time. It's just yeah. really hard to get away from it. Yeah, I agree. Um, it is shocking, but uh, I think we need to move on from The Last of Us 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> okay. Oh, hello. This meeting just been upgraded by the host. Why you? I will just I will just say one last thing actually before. I, hang on, up to might want to edit this. Edit this out. Um, <laughs> okay, I will just say one last thing on the Last of Us Two before we move on. Uh, we've bashed it quite a lot throughout this game, uh, throughout this video. Sorry, we've bashed it quite a lot. I will say it's actually excellent. It's actually a very good game. It's mm. very well created. It's presentation wise oh, fantastic, yeah. um, and I definitely think it's worth a try. I just find some elements quite irritating yeah. like i said uh, i think the presentation like one little more thing i have to add to that is i think that's where some of the like user reviews and like, youtubers get lost because they instantly say oh it's a like a zero out of ten game just for the story yeah. and then yeah you see like the whole world like the deep level detail they put into this you yeah. think this can't be like a zero game zero yeah. out of ten game I mean, I mentioned that I've been running around that field for the last two and a half hours and I don't really know what I'm meant to be doing. I don't really know where I'm meant to be going. But I will say I have been enjoying myself. I have been having quite a lot of fun. And there's so much stuff to find in this place. Like you can go into certain rooms, you can go in. <laughs> like yesterday, I was playing it. I played it last night. No, the night before. And I went into this bank, this underground bank. And there was this story. You could see this story unraveling as you went through the bank. Um, about how they robbed it on lockdown day. And I thought, that's fantastic. I absolutely adore that. And there's so many things like that to find in the game. So even though I've, I feel a little bit directionless and I feel the game is a little bit aimless and lost sight of its narrative a bit, I am having fun. I'm still really enjoying the game. I still think it's better than most of the, the games that are being made by Konami, <laughs> um, for one. But uh, yeah, it's still an incredible game and Neil Druckmann has done a fantastic job with it, even if I do wish it was a bit more streamlined, a bit more focused like the first game, and I do prefer that one overall. But um, but no, it's great. It's still an incredible game. Hmm. Okay. Going to move on. Cyber, Cyberpunk 2077. Who is hyped? Because I am hyped. At I've seen bits death. and I'm also hyped. It looks phenomenal. Well, I spent most of the time that it took me to try and get into this fucking call today watching the uh, the stream that I missed apparently yesterday, was it? Yeah. Um, it looks very Blade Runner. It looks very good. But I don't really know what I'm, what I'm meant to be looking for. I don't really know what it's going to be or where it's going. Mm. I think, I'm very I think excited in some to see ways, that's kind again. of a good thing because you're like you're not really sure and you can't really put your expectations so high. Yeah, and like you played the game, so like, oh, this is not what I wanted. So like Last of Us too. Yeah, I won't mention it again. So <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we've gone off the subject, Sam. I kind of feel like though. I kind of feel like we've been we've been waiting for this game for about five years now, haven't we? No I more. Fi- I think the first trailer came out in 2013. <laughs> I think. So I could hear something from my headphones. That was really weird. Um, that 2013 was, was it? Yeah, oh, right, okay. So. 2013. Hang on, let me have a look. Okay. It's, it's, it's becoming one of them Death Stranding, Kingdom Hearts 3 type things where it's it's taking so long that when it comes out, it can't help but feel disappointing. Like, Kingdom yeah. Hearts 3 took what? Yeah, the first trailer came out in January years? 2013. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts 3 took 13 years to come out. And when it came out, it was half the size of Kingdom Hearts 2. 
even with the DLC included, and everyone went, "Ugh, we waited 13 years for this." I mean, I really liked it. I thought it's great. Well, uh, same well, with Death Stranding. People are doing it with like Borderlands Three now. Everyone's yeah. going, "Oh, it's so disappointing." It's like, well, you've obviously put your expectations so high that it can't possibly, yeah, be. But, I mean, I th- really good. There is this problem in the industry, and I think I mentioned this in a previous episode where. Game video game developers are taking so damn long now to get a game out that yeah. they, they announce it in 2010 with the expectation to get it out by 2035, and they announce it there and then. And you think, just wait, give it, wait until you're a few years away from your expect, you know, your expected release date, and then tell us about it because otherwise you just yeah. come out with games that are so hyped up you cannot, they can't possibly live up to them. So the same thing happened with Death Stranding because everyone was so excited that oh my god, he did it, Hideo Kojima's coming back with a new game, and it came out and everyone was a bit like. Well, it's a bit slow, isn't it? <laughs> it should be absolutely perfect with the amount of time he spent on it. If he'd, really, if he'd announced that a year and a half before it came out, everyone would have gone, yeah, that's pretty good. Well done. Nice one. Yeah. It's because he announced it in, like, what, 2014 or something? 2016? When was PT cancelled? When was Silent Hills cancelled? Now it's been 2015. Because the demo came out in 2014. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, this is the thing. You can't possibly announce a game... And then say fans will, you know, fans don't mind waiting ten years for it to come out. Yes, we do. We it pisses us off actually. <laughs> so when a game comes out and it and there's we we find like one blade of grass glitching through the floor, we go fucking zero out of ten. And that's because we've been waiting for ten years for this thing. We want this thing to be perfect. Mm. If we were only waiting like a couple of years, you know, um, for this new game, we'd go. You know, we'd probably look over a few rough patches, a few problems with the plot, a few voice acting issues, you know, we wouldn't mind too much. But it's when we've been waiting for so long and they, and they keep coming out in these trailers and the director keeps coming out and saying, you're, you're going to love this. This is going to be the f- best thing we ever play. Every fucking day they go on Twitter and go, you're going to love this game. You can't blame fans for being a little bit pissed off when it comes out and it's not perfect. Yeah, mm. That's just my view. Um, and that's why, for me, Kingdom Hearts 3 was, even though I loved it, it was a little bit disappointing. I, I did expect more from it, especially because it felt like it just took most of its stuff from Kingdom Hearts 2. So, yeah. And Dream Drop Distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think what I've heard, though, a lot of people are loving it. But that is only, mm. like, the YouTube side of it. So it could just be the, like, general public now that are going to overhype it from that. Yeah. So it'll who, become, like... Who directs bomb, it? Doesn't it? It's I don't know, but it's CG CG Project Red. Yeah. So they have a fairly good track record, don't they? Yeah, they have like, a pretty the good Witcher track 3, record. The Witcher Two and the Witcher. The Witcher series. The entire yeah. Witcher series. Okay. They've <laughs> done a lot more, I think. I'll have a little look. See. I think this is where. Um... Oh, sorry. Carry on. No, I, I think that's it. I was was just going to carry on with my previous argument. This is where Square Enix keeps screwing themselves over. They keep doing this to themselves, but they keep going, um, we're going to have this game ready for this date, but they don't. And then they go, we're going to have it ready for this date. And then it's this date. And then it's this date again. And you think, (laughs) I'm I'm not a game developer, but I'm pretty sure that when you set a deadline, you're meant to stick to it. I'm I'm pretty sure that's what that thing's for, that date on the trailer's for, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And Kingdom Hearts 3, Final Fantasy 15. Um, what's the other one? Final Fantasy 7 Remake. All games that I was super excited for. Well, actually, I wasn't that excited for Final Fantasy 15 because I didn't. I wasn't really into it at the time. But when <laughs> the other two, when the other two came out, um, you sort of felt a, a sort of sense of hollowness. Even though I loved Final Fantasy 7 Remake, there was this sense of hollowness even from the fans' response. When fans were saying, "Oh, it's not as good as I thought it could have been," I kind of felt disappointed that not everyone loved it because it yeah. felt like something we should all love. We should all love this game because it's been coming out. It's, been waiting for so long. I, I so think, I think the problem with nowadays, yeah, like, 
especially now, is that every game seems to be so much hype that no one can love it. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Like you're always going to get that people, and like as much as I hate Twitter, you're it's yeah. always on Twitter. People going, "Oh, this game sucks. Oh, it never lives up to the hype." Like, and then and then it's always. And I've wanted to talk about this for fucking ages, <laughs> but it's, it's especially with YouTube. If you type in any game, there's always going to be a video of like this game was disappointing. Why I was disappointed with this game? How this game actually sucks. Yeah. Like even a game like God of War, like oh. 2018, there are videos online saying this game wasn't all that. Like God of War 3 was better. The old combat system was better. Yeah, and but Naughty it, Dog are. It's become a problem with like the gaming community, really. My yeah. opinion, because we're never happy. No matter what anyone we could ask for the perfect game. Yeah. And they could go, okay, here you go. <laughs> and we go and then that one, <laughs> And then you'll get a group of people going, Well actually Well no, this game actually sucks. And yeah. then it'll become like a snowball effect where people more people go, Oh yeah, actually it does. Yeah, I see your point now. Yeah. Mm. And it'll get like that. Again as well. Sorry, as as I said before we started the podcast, there are people who will not form their own opinion, but they will base it off of opinion opinions that YouTube YouTubers have Mm. or Twitch streamers have, and that's not the way how you go around and base a actual opinion. I feel like you can look at the reviews. I think look at both positive and negative reviews, and then see whether if you want to buy it or not, and then form 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 your opinion of the game from there. Hmm. Naughty Dog are very good at this, though. Naughty Dog are very good with not announcing a game too early. Because Uncharted 4, as I said again, I think that was announced only two years before it came out, if that. Yeah, yeah. so Last of Us 2. I I can't remember when that announcement was, but it wasn't that long ago. It wasn't like 10 years ago. 2017 or 6? I think it was 2017. Yeah. That's only three years. It's not too bad. Um, mm. So when their games come out, they are generally met with quite a good reception from the the masses. Uh, let's ignore the uh, little, you know, racist mm. crew in the corner. Um, mm. But they are generally met with quite a good reception because we haven't been waiting fucking forever for them. You know, we don't sit there and yeah. go, "I feel robbed. I feel like I've wasted the last ten years of my life waiting for this," because we haven't. We've been, you know, they gave us a they gave us a release date, and they <laughs> usually yeah. they've stuck to it. Yeah. That's how you should do it. And that's why if I think Naughty Dog understands. feel robbed, it's us Prince of Persia fans who haven't had a new game <laughs> oh, since 2010. <laughs> You're going to bring that up. It wasn't 2017, it was 2016. Ah, okay. So how is he going to worm Prince of Persia into this video? <laughs> well, look, we haven't had a game in 10 years. They have been saying, oh, we're thinking about it, we're thinking about it. And then they released like a early demo kind of thing they had in 2011. And it yeah. looked really good. And I was like, why isn't this a real thing? And it was like, oh, we're just going to do more Assassin's Creed. It's like, oh, I love Assassin's Creed. I love Prince of Persia more. Yeah. Mm. Um, so we get back to Cyberpunk so that we can get through that and talk about Crash 4. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Yes, we have to talk about Crash 4. Okay, let's, let's finish um, Cyberpunk first. <laughs> okay. So, all right. What did you guys think of? Have you seen the trailer? Have you seen some gameplay at least? For Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Yeah. I've only seen what I watched in the live stream and uh, yeah. not a lot else. Yeah. I've been trying um, to keep as minimal information for uh, Cyberpunk away from me. Which is not useful for this kind of thing. I know. Um, just, one, I want to go one, in like properly like... 
this. Oh shit. Sorry, I was watching the, the trailer. <laughs> I haven't seen it the whole way through. It does look absolutely gorgeous. It's beautiful. My Blade Runner is crying right now. Yeah. Like, no. My uh, my PS4 is going to have a heart attack when I put this in. Oh my stop, god! So my PS4 at the moment with Last of Us Two actually yeah. sounds like a jet engine. <laughs> sounds literally like this. My one. Look. I don't know if you can hear that or not. But yeah, I've got the PS4 from 2013. Yeah, and it. And it's already, it's standing up as well. So it's kind of just dying. So I, oh, you, I take it you stood it up. It's not just you put the thing in it and the, the heat stands it up. No, no. <laughs> I'm going to wait. Yeah. But um, go back to Cyberpunk, the one thing I'm extremely excited about, and it's such a little thing, but yeah. they've got um, three different starting zones, like different origin stories. All right. And it reminds me of like um, Dragon Age Origins because you had like, for each race, you had a different uh, starting like tutorial bit, mm. and I loved that about Dragon Age Origins, and I can't wait for it. I don't think I ever played Dragon Age Origins. But I can't it's remember. Such a good game. Dragon Age Two was mm, all right. Dragon Age Inquisition was, uh, yeah. Uh, and then they're releasing Dragon Age Four. They're thinking like they're in development on Dragon Age Four. So, yeah. Oh, please don't screw this up. Yeah, that's what I often feel like. That when when they announce a game, they go, "We're really confident about this. We're really confident that this could be a really good seller." Just go, please don't fuck it up. Please don't fuck it up. <laughs> Especially when I'm dealing with Square like, Enix. Trends yeah. right now yeah. is like fucking up a game at the beginning, yeah. and then going, "Oh," and then a year later, like, "Oh, we fixed it now." Oh, you should have had it fixed the, like, at the beginning. <laughs> or, <laughs> like, or you did a Battlefront <laughs> Two, like Battlefront Two. It's like, "Oh, we fixed it now." Yeah, okay, it's really good now. But why wasn't it this good in the beginning? Yeah. No Man's Sky. Yeah. Destiny. Like, okay, Destiny had Activision. But No Man's Sky hadn't, like, was indie. Okay, it was kind of Sony's fault for overhyping it to the... No, but it was also Sean Murray. <laughs> There's also this Sonic the Hedgehog uh, strategy of releasing the game, where you make it so bad, so, so bad, then you go to everyone, <laughs> you'll have to play this to believe how bad it is. Fucking hell. <laughs> That's what, what Sega do. Yeah. And then, like, uh, I've got a laundry list. You've got Fallout 76 was really shit at the beginning, now kind of good. Mm. See your fees. Yeah. Really, that... really empty at the beginning, now is one of the most popular games on Steam still. Yeah. Metal Gear Survive was really shit. At the... Oh, no, wait a minute. That's not good. <laughs> Rainbow Six Siege started really badly. It was supposed to be dead on arrival, now one of the most po- popular shooters. Yeah. Yeah. And it is literally becoming a trend. I think the only one that hasn't really done that trend and has kind of died is Anthem. Yeah. What's Anthem? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I feel like I've heard of it, but I don't actually... I can't place it's it It's that Bioware head. game. It's the one with the flight, Iron Man flying. Mm. Yeah. No. No, no. I have no idea what that is. Not <laughs> Good. Your point exactly. <laughs> yeah. Your point exactly. I'm still watching this cyberpunk footage though. It looks great. Although, mm. so far I've watched like ten minutes of the camera mode. So, um, mm. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of hoping that with the next gen, we're kind of coming out of this whole. Oh, we need to put microtransactions in it. We need to make it live service. I hope. Yeah. I can't believe Naughty, no, not Naughty Dog. Activision put uh, microtransactions into Crash Team Racing. That was silly. Oh, no. Didn't and they said they wasn't going to as well. Mm-hmm. 
like, and I think the biggest surprise was is with that division at the moment is I haven't really put any scummy microtransactions with Modern Warfare. They've kind of just kept it to the mobile version. Mm. Well, let's hope that stays as it is. Long may that continue. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Okay. Does anyone else want to say anything about Cyberpunk seventy twenty or something? Twenty seventy-seven. <laughs> is it called twenty seventy-seven? Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I think that's it. No. That okay. Okay. So Crash Four uh, is <laughs> Crash Four was announced this week. Um, I think this week wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was um, this week. Yeah. What do you guys think of the art style? Just first of all, because I have mixed opinions. On I this. I like it. I I because it's it's I know it's the whole thing again with like the heat on changing the art style. Yeah. But I kind of I kind of have faith in them because they've kind of gone back to that whole platform of like the originals i kind of just want them to release okay admittedly i kind of just want them to remaster twin sanity yes i really want well not remaster but re-release at least yeah Mm. with trophy support because they've said that crash 4 now ignoring (laughs) wrath of cortex and also twin sanity and it's kind of already confirming that twin sanity won't get a remaster well, and it's so hard I kind of hope I hold out hope that something may happen with Twin Sanity maybe it will get a sequel maybe I don't know yeah. but something I reckon will happen there because with Twin the Sanity has a big well. following yeah. yeah with the music um, I don't think they're still together though the, the, the band that did that the group are they not? no um, I can't remember what they're called now Spiral Mouth that's it they're not yeah, still together Spiral Mouth. no but um, but no, I'd love to have a another game like that with an even simulated acapella. Acapella, <laughs> can't say that at all. Um, acapella, acapella, that's the one. But uh, the thing with Crash Four is, I really like the art style of the Insane Trilogy. Looks great, really true to the originals. And then when I saw the trailer for Crash Four, I was really excited for it. I mean, I was sort of like, what, what am I looking at? This is weird because Coco looks wrong. I mean, Crash looks weird now. Yeah. Um, it feels like we're going back to that. Uh, radical entertainment move in the early 2000s where they went what if Crash wasn't Crash hmm. it I looks- know let's give him tattoos and let's give him a monsters to ride on oh lo- yes that's awful it looks like the Crash 4 Crash that we've got it looks like they've taken the PS1 version and then updated it <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And the, the, the thing I don't like about it is, um, I mean, I'm, I've got I've got mixed feelings on the art style. I think the platforming looks pretty good in a way. Mm. I don't really know if I agree with the powers, but my biggest source of contention in the entire trailer was the four. The four, they need to get rid of that four because, God, that's just so insulting. Um, no. For starters, it doesn't deserve that four. This game looks nothing in line, nothing like it should be, you know, in the same series as the first three games. It's got these weird, like, time control powers. It feels more like Wrath of Cortex than... Rafa Cortex does, to be honest. <laughs> and it, it, it doesn't feel like go one, two, three. It's, you know, I was hoping for a game where you can play it. You play the first three games and then you go, then on to four. You think it's yeah. a seamless transition, but it's not like you go one, two, three, four. What's this? This isn't four. What is this game? It's, it feels like a totally different series. It feels like they're doing the same thing that Radical Entertainment did where they make, um, they made a new IP, this really cool new character, and then they thought, shit, this ain't going to sell. This ain't yeah. going to sell. Let's make it Crash game. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I think happened with, you know, Crash of the Titans. And I still quite like Crash of the Titans, but I just think they need to get rid of that four because it, that four kind of feels a bit insulting to me because I think... I, I think the four is just a market, marketing thing. Because yeah. like Rafa Cortex was originally going to be called four, mm. I think. And then they just kind of ditched that. But I think the only people who should be able to put four at the end of Crash is Noidoc, really. 
Um, mainly because Rafa Cortex isn't good enough to own the four. To Insanity, I think, could have earned a four, but it's not really, a, it doesn't really feel like a traditional crash game. No. And then there's the two fucking Titan games, which, you know. Crash, um, Insanity feels more of a spin off. Yeah. Yeah. But in a weird universe where spin off is spin offs kind of work Twin Insanity is like one of the best spin-offs yeah yeah it is yeah kind um, of rivaling like the original tri- trilogy just for the music alone like you can say whatever you want about the gameplay but the comedy I love the gameplay. that game and the yeah, music it's, itself it's really funny the presentation is so fantastic funny. yeah I mean, we could. I want to make a video. I want to make one of these uh, episodes a Crash to Insanity special at some point because I just want yes. to talk about it for hours and hours. But it'll probably be like twelve hours long. I think the funniest joke in Twin Sanity is when they're about to go like down that slope and Crash is um, Crash is just looking at Cortex's ass, yeah. and you can see his yeah. ass just wiggling, and it's yeah. so funny. It's got so many in jokes as well. Which is like, oh, well, the wrath of Cortex didn't do as well as we'd hoped. I'm afraid. <laughs> like that. Oh, fantastic. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, I'd love to see him return to that. I just don't think this Crash Bandicoot 4 feels like it deserves to be a part of that original trilogy, which some people, including myself, thinks, well, give or take Crash Bandicoot 1, is just absolutely perfect. It, you know, that series is one of the best video game franchises of all time, one of the best is video game trilogies of all time. to say that I think uh, 3 is the, like, the closest one to a masterpiece? Yeah, Crash 1 and no. 2 are good but because they are classics yeah three i feel like holds up more no i think than one i think three is the best yeah i, I agree yeah. three is the best one up yeah lot. one is the worst out of the original three yeah. and then rafa cortex came along and one you know stopped crying because they thought oh well I, I that's a worse game now rafa cortex to be honest i thought rafa cortex no, thought was all right it was okay the thing with rafa cortex for me is it's so uninspired it's so oh, slow definitely. it's so plodding in places there's no real focus to it i mean I like the fact that in some levels you can go from swimming underwater and you get this really crap underwater segment and then you jump on land and go into the platform. I quite like that. You never got that in the original trilogy, but I don't like the fact that every single world, there's no focus to any world. There's no focus to any arena. Like the first level in the game is an ice world and then the second one is flying around in planes. It doesn't really have any structure to it. Mm. Um, Crash 4... I just, I, yeah, like I said, I just don't think it deserves the four. I don't think it's deserved that. I don't think it earns that four. It should be Crash, Bandicoot, It's About Time. And that should be it. Yeah. You know, we've got another spin off. We've got another sequel, if you get yeah. what I mean. But it's not, it's not, it shouldn't be. Compared I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat, to be honest. But, like, I really can't, from a trailer and, like, one gameplay video, I can't really put an opinion on it, I don't think. No. I mean, I think, if it's going to be Crash 4, if they're going to keep that title, yeah. it needs I think, to be... I think it's because, like, if if I really thought about it, I could go, oh, no, I just mm. want Twin Sanity and that's it. Mm. I just, that's all I want. I don't want a new Crash game. I just want them to re- uh, release Twin Sanity and that's it. Just because I want them to leave it alone now. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's like the original, like the remake trilogy and also Nitro Car. Oh, no, it's not and Crash Team Racing Nitro is Field. so popular yeah. and Team Racing is still very popular but I think it's still on like one of like the top 10 selling charts and yeah I think it's the mentality it's like okay we're getting a new Crash game and it's not Twin Sanity but no. it's it's something it's the thing than, is than leaving Prince of Persia the thing with um, Twin Sanity is it's got 
such a big following, uh, yeah. even to this day. So many people still. I, I actually beat it again the other day just because I, I got my PlayStation down to play Shadow of Memories and I thought, I'm going to get Christian Crash Insanity now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I beat it again. I loved it. But mm. I don't think... Who made it again? It was... Uh, I think it was... Um, Crash- Traveller's um, Towers. Yeah. Who now mm-hmm. make the Lego games. So they're still going. They could realistically do that. Yeah. But they don't have the IP I, If you look on the Wikipedia page, they did say when the insane trilogy released they i think the mm. owner of the, the no, no, person the, that directed or wrote it yeah the, the guy who directed wrote, it um, wrote to the developers of insane trilogy and said can we, do you want to do a um, remake of twin sanity with us yeah I, I, I don't think anything's got back to them no because the, the guy who directed twin sanity is desperate to get a, a remake or a sequel or something in the works yeah. mm. he's desperate to get it done and we're, we're all desperate to have it done, but I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Oh, no. Mainly because um, the, who owns it now? It's Activision, isn't it? Who've got it now? Mm. Yeah, they would have to collaborate with Traveller's Tales, who is like I think one of their competitors, one of their main competitors, and it's going to cost a lot of money to do that because they own oh, the yeah. rights to Insanity, whereas they own the rights to Crash. It's going to cost a hell of a lot of cash, probably more than you'd get from this niche little group of people who still like the game. Yeah, hmm. I mean, it would be a day one for me, no matter what. You could slap fucking Twin Sanity on anything, like a bucket of sausages, and I'd go, fucking day one release. But um, <laughs> I don't think there's that many of us who would do that. I, I think I'm looking at all the Wikipedia pages, and I think Crash Bandicoot, um, the Wrath of Cortex, is the only game that they've not decided, um, they've not thought of to do a remake for. That really says something. Because well. no one cares about it. No one wants it. They didn't want it. They really they fucking sold so many of them because I like, don't want this in our fucking warehouse. Yeah. Um, it has got merits off of Cortex and I would like to do a, another playthrough of it at some point, but it's just mm. not, it just it doesn't compare to the rest of the series. It doesn't compare at all. But mm. um, but no, I would love to see a Twin Sanity remake and I'd love, I'd love if Crash Bandicoot 4 no, sorry. Crash Bandicoot, It's About Time, uh, was as good as they keep... They seem to be confident it is. But from what I saw of the trailer, it just doesn't look... I just have so many things that put me off. Like, the fact that they use that music as well, that's yeah. way out of date now. <laughs> yeah. I thought them using Gangnam Style... No, not sorry, not Gangnam Style. Gangster's <laughs> Paradise. I thought using Gangster's Paradise for the Sonic movie trailer was a bit outdated. And mate, Gangsters Paradise will never be outdated. Leave Gangsters Paradise out of this. <laughs> Gangsters like Paradise does not belong in a Sonic. Sonic <laughs> it does anything not. to do with Sonic. And I don't think this song belongs with Crash. I think if, if they were going to put music to it, it should have been original Crash, mu- Crash music to show that they've got a great soundtrack in the works or something mm. like that. Or it Crash, should have been Crash something music. more modern. Yeah. <laughs> Crash, Crash. <laughs> I, I, I'm in the opinion that I'm looking forward to it. And I don't yeah. really, I don't think I can hold judgment until I've got the game. Yeah, I no, I, I want to see more of it. But based on yeah. that trailer, that I was really excited to see. It's another going back to that argument we had earlier on, not argument, but discussion. discussion I was yeah. really, really excited to see that trailer. It's coming out at four o'clock, and I was like, I can't wait to see the trailer. I watched it and I went, I don't like it. I don't like how it looks. <laughs> I don't like, I don't like the fact that it's got a four on it as well. It feels like an insert. It feels like a middle finger to the fans. I don't like the way. I just don't like the way it looks. Like it controls the power ups. I just went, yeah. that's really irritating. That's really put me off my Crash Bandicoot. I, I think <laughs> it could just be that you hyped the trailer up too much. Yeah. You had an idea of what it was going to be in your head. So you you could be saying this in a few months ago. The more I see it, the more I'm like, ah, yeah, I got used to yeah. it. I mean, but, I'll come back to this video. if it, When it comes out and I, yeah. I find out I really like it, I'll happily come on here and I'll say I was totally wrong. It's great. Yeah. 
I'm just a bit skeptical because even though they've done a fantastic job with uh, with Insane Trilogy, Activision, we can't pretend it was perfect. It had massive issues. Like, (laughs) the the bloody hitbox for a start was crap. The Mm. fact that every time you walked on anything, playing the high road was an exercise in torture, you know? And... It, that, that's one of the biggest issues with it. Like, I love the high road in the original because it's so tight, so precise. In the Insane Trilogy, it's fucking nightmare because the hitbox is like this. It's like a pill. So you slide off everything every time you land on a platform. So, um, yeah, we can't pretend that that trilogy was perfect. It was an absolute bloody mm. disgrace. It's, it's not the same people who made Insane Trilogy. Is it not? No, it's um, the people who did the Spyro remakes. Oh, them. Oh, Toys, Toys for Bob. Bob. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I like the Spyro Trilogy remake. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but we'll see. I just don't like the four. I feel like it pisses me off. If this had been just Crash Bandicoot, it's about time. I think I'd be saying, I can't wait. It's going to be so cool. But they've put a four on it, and that's really annoyed me. Because mm. when you put a four on something, um, they leaked it, didn't they? They leaked the cover art just before um, yeah. the, the trailer came out. But when I saw the four, I was thinking okay, this is just going to be like one, two, and three with new levels, new level yeah. design and new concepts, and it's going to be really cool. And then they brought out this thing that felt more in tune. It felt like it belonged in the same sort of category as Crash of the Titans and Mind of the Mutant, where it just didn't feel like <laughs> a Crash game. It felt like something else. You know, it felt like they've gone, ah, this IP won't sell. Let's make it Crash. And Crash yeah. felt like a bit of a scapegoat back in the late 2000s, early 2010s. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit skeptical. I'm a little bit worried about it. But again, if it's great, and I hope it is, I'll happily tell you know come in here and say I was fucking wrong again. So yeah. <laughs> no. again, I'll, next week I'll probably be coming back and saying some very different things about The Last of Us Two because you know when you finish it, it's probably great. You know, just yeah. like two weeks ago, you just went it's <laughs> shit, and then you're just like, oh my god, it's yeah. good. <laughs> the Last of Us sucks. I said two weeks ago, and then this week I'm coming. I suck at The Last of Us. Um, I remember, I remember that, and I was just yeah. like, what part are you on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know the title screen. <laughs> yeah, but no, I sort of I, can't, I played The Last of Us for the first time and went. I really need to change my life because I can't play games anymore. I'm getting old. I'm getting old. I can't play this game anymore. Couldn't shoot. I was shooting at things and going pew, pew, pew. But it's going <laughs> zombies' heads like that. I wasn't hitting anything. It was disgraceful. But um, I bet your ac- accuracy rate is like zero percent. Oh, zero minus ten. <laughs> the only person who managed to shoot himself in a first-person shooter. But uh, but no, <laughs> Henry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Such anyway. an underrated camera, not ca- camera character. <laughs> Where else we got Henry camera? Um, uh, I think that's it this year. This no. year, Netflix. Um, really I know have... that. I think the only one I'm aware of that I'm big into is Destiny 2's new expansion. But a lot of people, like I'm guessing, you guys don't play Destiny 2. No, no. <laughs> no. So I think that's it. I knew that, I know the SpongeBob remake came out. I think mm. two days ago. Yeah, it's a couple and days ago. I I need to wait for that to get paid. Yeah, I want to buy that, but I really want them to remake the movie game as well. Oh yeah, I'm, that I'm hoping they do because I remember that fondly. I remember it too. Yeah. It was... oh. Do we uh, do we know yet what the hell Spider Man Mars Morales is? It's an mm. expansion, they said. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think they said it's like a expansion slash sequel. So similar to the Lost Legacy? Yeah, similar to yeah. that. Because that was great. I really liked that. That was an improvement, in my opinion. 
in some areas, not it's not better than Uncharted 4, but it was an improvement in some places, particularly the length of it. Mm. Um, just checking to see what else we got coming out this year. Spider-Man, the old Star Wars Squadrons, which can you know what that is? They're releasing a new, a new SpongeBob game as well, or they've remastered the SpongeBob game. We should have just talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, we've thought. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not listening, sorry. No, um, yeah, I said I was hoping them they do remake the Spider-Man, uh, no, SpongeBob movie game, because that yeah. game they just released is actually a, well, the SpongeBob movie game is actually a spiritual successor to the original Bikini Bottom, Battlefield Bikini Bottom. Okay. So I'm hoping they do, like, a remake of the movie game. Of course they did yeah, I mean, I haven't played it, but yeah, because I loved the movie game when it came out. I, I was obsessed with that. I can imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I I wanted to try out. I mean, some call me Johnny did a video on it years ago now, and I thought it looked kind of good. I thought it looked kind of interesting. Um, but I, it's not something that I would go out and say I'm going to go out and buy this, try and track down this PS2 game because. I couldn't find it in CEX. I had one look once and I couldn't find it. So I was like, <laughs> sod it then, I won't bother. Um, <laughs> CEX don't have it. Fuck it. This is where Ella finds it the first time. Oh, yeah. She walks in and just goes, oh, I've got 10 copies here. Look. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's, I've, I've spent ages looking for fucking Kingdom Hearts recoded in those shops and I can't get it. So I've given up. I won't mm. play that one. Um, <laughs> I'll just watch the film. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to give it a go when it comes out. Yeah. Mm. I think I'm going to take a little break for the day from The Last of Us 2 because I was playing it before this uh, this podcast started mm. for the sake of knowing what I was talking about. But I'm getting a bit bored. So I'm going to go and play yeah. some Jack and Daxter <laughs> or something like that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. I, I think I'm either going to play Last of Us or I might just play Halo 3. Mm. I might platinum Last of Us one. I might go back to play Bioshock and just try to get all the trophies for that. Oh, there's Bioshock reference again. Yeah, uh-huh. there's the the Bioshock man is in. <laughs> uh-huh. Of course. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I need to play. Um, Do, has there been any developments uh, regarding Bioshock four? No, no, I think I know heard. that the people no. that were, did Mafia three are working in it. I think half the team went on to create and like they were oh, I think it was Take Two that owns it, are they aren't they? So yeah, I hey, two K. Two K that's it. K two um, I think two <laughs> K got half the people from Hangar Games, Hangar thirteen, and created a new studio and that's where Bioshock Three is being for is being made. Mm. Should we talk about what we want to see? Because we've all played that game to death what we want to see yeah. for Bioshock 4. Okay. Because, right. I mean, there's not... I'll, we can't I'll really go, talk I'll about... Go I'll go last. I'll go last. I was just thinking, we can't really talk about TV and film in this episode because there's nothing yeah. coming out. Yeah. So let's just fill the time talking about Bioshock. Um, okay. I'm very happy. 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very I know there are a lot of people who'd love to see, like, a Return to Rapture and some people want to see a, a sequel in um, Columbus. Yeah? Yeah. I personally want to see a new world. I want to see a new area, yeah. a new setting. Yeah. I, I am, yeah. as a mega fan of the series, I am in that same boat. I've seen so many videos online mm. on YouTube saying I think they should go back to Rapture. And I, I totally think it shouldn't. I think... No, because I love, I didn't. I had a very rocky relationship with Bioshock 1 initially. Yeah. And when I came to Drinking enjoy it... Game. 
when I came to eventually enjoy it after I got used to it and I managed to learn what the shoot button was, I, I found that it was really good. I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. And I thought, I can't wait to play Bioshock 2 and see what they do with that. And they did fuck all with Bioshock 2. No. There, was no, there was nothing new about it. And it I actually like stopped Bioshock me playing. Two, yeah. I think it is like inferior to the first one. And even Bioshock Infinite. Loads of people oh, hate Bioshock Infinite. And yeah. while I disagree... I think what made Bioshock Infinite so strong is that it was a different world. Yeah. I mean, I haven't played it, but yeah. Such a good, like, interesting setting. And that is what the Bioshock series is for me. It's never, it was never about Rapture. It was, it was about, it, yeah, okay, Rapture is a big point, but it was always about the world. Mm. Like, the series as in a whole was about the world of, like, where it's set. And it's... It also shares the idea of um, objectivism and like there's always a man, there's always a city and there's always a lighthouse. Yeah, and there's only so much you can do. Yeah. Mm. With one world, with one setting. I mean, if they were going to go back to Rapture, I think they could do, I think it would be kind of cool to do like a Jurassic Park kind of thing where it's yeah. now set in the 80s and Rap- they found Rapture and Rapture is now like, a theme park, like hotel, like resort kind of thing. I mean, what would you say would be the next sort of step? Because you've got Bioshock 1 and 2 take place underwater. Bioshock Infinite takes place in the sky. So you've got two parallels there. On land. Where would you go next? (laughs) On land. That's just fucking Fallout, isn't it? I think it could work on land, but it will have to be, if it was keeping with Ayn Rand's philosophy and also keeping with the fact that, like, um, Atlas Shrugged and like objectivism. It it think it should be sitting on an island, but a very like deserted island. I, I think, think it's it, yeah. So carry on. Like I think it like that. I don't. I think you could say space, but it's been done yeah. I was death. thinking space. Yeah. Like, I was thinking space, but dead space, and it, it's just been done to death. And I don't think it's done you can't with an island i think you can go so much with an island it could go like call of cthulhu you can go objectivism you can do so much with an island Mm -hmm. like like a very like closed off island i would argue though i mean you like space has been done to death i totally agree sorry my phone's going on um space has been done to death but i would argue that what bioshock one does is it takes what would in any other game, pretty much be a space setting, a space base, and it does something very unique with it. It makes it mm. more interesting, more human. Yeah. So I reckon if they did set it in space, Bioshock um, hopefully could do the same thing with a yeah. space setting. Well, uh, funny enough, I was just thinking this. Like, I think they should go back to what Bioshock was originally going to be, and that was like um, it was going to be an island, but it was going to be a a abandoned Nazi island where they did experiments. Mm. Yeah. And I think that could be so cool. It could be, yeah. Yeah, if they did like the whole like if they had like nineteen thirties and forties music again, made it really creepy, and like had splices, but they were like Nazi experiments, and like you could even kind of introduce like some kind of Big Daddy, yeah. Like, with mm. what Bioshock Infinite did with um, Songbird, and you could all. It will be so cool, and it could fit with because so what, like if you think about it, Hitler's message was basically objectivism, but in like a grander scheme and genocide. Yeah. <laughs> mm. but, but uh, 
So carry on. Yeah. Um, I was, yeah, I was watching um, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, and even that, like, has some objectivism points to it. But the whole Nautilus, and it's kind of like a a home under the sea. It's kind mm. of very objectivism. I mean, so, I, I have no clue, no idea about any of this, uh, whatever you're saying. I don't really understand any of this objectivism stuff. But, um, and Hitler and Nazis. Well, I, well, objectivism is the belief that if... What what could happen if men was left to its own devices? Yeah, like, if, if, if um, you know, we have all these rules and stuff. Like, you can't kill that person. What yeah. happens if like there was no government, no police? America. Like, we would just like we could let artists and scientists do whatever they wanted, no matter if it was inhumane or like against human natural law. Yeah, like, mm. if we just let them be, it's kind of that idea. We'll probably end up in the Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> again <laughs> doesn't talk about that again <laughs> I keep bringing it up because it's on my brain but uh, but no I'd love to see them do something different with Bioshock I mean the thing with Bioshock the thing with um, let's have a look at Final Fantasy again because it's all I know but um, if we go back to that the reason they always do something different they always go to a different world different characters every single game is because you sort of lose the appeal you lose the charm the wonder of a world when you go back to it too many times mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 13 did it and by um from what I can tell, because I haven't played anything other than the first game, which was shit. Uh, they, they, they just sort of, people don't seem to like two and three, or, or less people like two and three than one, I, in, from what I can tell. Yeah, um, I did hear that two and three got a warmer reception than 13. Oh, maybe I, don't, I don't think they, I think 13 was the biggest selling one. And I think after, I think three was considered a flop. Yeah. And I'm just, um, I mean, it's also because the guy who made Final Fantasy hates sequels, but... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for the reason, like... I'm trying to think of another of a comparable example, really. Um, I'm going to look at my shelf. <laughs> what have we got? Yeah, like... Oh, hang on. It shipped... I think 13 shipped, like, 11,000 copies worldwide. And, yeah. And 13 lightning returns, so... 13.2 no 13.3 yeah. it sold about 800,000 copies mm. so yeah it's kind of not as well received mm. what I find interesting though uh, you know the Tomb Raider trilogy the newest one mm-hmm. yeah. I challenge you to by next week the next podcast find a quicker decline in quality than that's it, than that trilogy <laughs> but for the first game which was like everyone went oh my god it's amazing to the third game everyone went what the hell is this what thing what game is this the, the Tomb Raider trilogy, the most recent one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I had... Oh, yeah. Because I had I Shadow of the Tomb Raider. It was is it shot. good? Because yeah. I really want to buy it, but I don't... It's really not. No, it's boring. I mean, I played it... Um, I think the day it came out, I went and bought it in HMV when we was at uni, and I came back and mm. started playing it. I think I made it about two hours before going, let's play Crash. Um, <laughs> it's just so bloody boring. <laughs> Couldn't get into it at all. And I loved Rise of the Tomb Raider. Rise was my, fa- was my first PS4 game. Mm. And I played it to death, so Shadow just lost it. No, I because I loved the first one, like the 2013 one. I haven't yeah. played Rise yet, but I need. I think I need to get Shadow because I kind of need to complete the whole trilogy on Steam. So, yeah, I, <laughs> my dog's going off. So, <sighs> dog goes. But um, <laughs> oh, I was a pain in the ass. Mm. But um. 
but yeah, I think we're just sort of coasting at the moment. So, has anyone got anything else we should talk about before we? Not that I can think of. No. <laughs> no, I think we've drained this week's topical barrel. Yeah. 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 I think. Yeah. Most. Yeah, I think we've had a good. Like, okay. All right. We need. No, we need to we've... do talk about the games we've been playing. Well, I've done mine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Last of us two. Not. We've done it. it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. I've been playing. Um. Uh, yeah. One. Mm. One game. Oh, no, hang on. I've been playing a whole collection of games. I've been playing Call of Duty Warzone for some reason. Yeah, I got weird. really bored at one point and played Fortnite again. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know why. I just no, got I really played, bored um, every I, other game. I played Minecraft with the new Nether update. So, oh, what is oh, okay. oh yeah, I was actually going to bring it's it up. It's brutal, but it's fun. Um, Basically, they've added in two more. They've added in a few mobs. Um, There are three new biomes. Mm. It's so good. (laughs) It's so good. Me and Ella played it, and we got like some really cool. Like there are really cool trees in the Nether that took me and Ella maybe like an hour to find. Trees. Mm. Yeah, there's like really cool yeah. trees in there, which you can do like purple wood and stuff like that. So I'm just like, this okay. is awesome. Um, Sounds cool. And then I lost all my diamond <laughs> because Story I forgot. My life. I forgot I had. I forgot I had some on me. <laughs> <laughs> I keep going with diamond pickaxes and going. I also, um, I also, you know, the Halo series that is now on Steam. I yeah. got a, a code for um, early access to Halo 3. Hell yeah. You like played. And my God, I'm just back in like 2009 when I played <laughs> Halo 3. And I just, I, oh, I'm sorted. Just get Halo. Give me Halo 3 and I'll be happy. Just all the Halos. Yeah. And then Halo Infinite is supposed to come out this year. Oh, yeah. Mm. I saw that on the internet. Yeah, I'm hoping they say, oh, yeah, it's coming to Steam instead of going, oh, yeah, it's coming to PC, but it's coming to the Microsoft Store because you know for a fact that I'm going to buy it on Microsoft Store. And then about a year later, it'll come and go, oh, yeah, it's coming on Steam now. Oh, you know it. Yeah. Oh, but I'll still buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, because I literally looked on Netflix, so there's nothing coming out. Um... TV shows. I haven't really watched anything. Mm. I think they're they're getting them booted back up again. Yeah, they're getting them booted back up. I've been watching um, Golden Girls with my mum and sister, and Mm. I love Golden Girls. But I I found out that you know when everyone goes, "Oh, American Americans should stop uh, remaking our shows." We we tried to do a remake of the Golden Girls set in Brighton, and it just flopped. And I have seen the opening for it, and it's bad. Christ. It is so bad. <laughs> oh. um, I've also been watching Gravity Falls on Netflix <gasps> and on and Disney Plus. Oh, and it's hell really yeah. Good. It is, is it worth very, it, Disney Plus? Yeah, I would say. Okay. But I'm, I'm quite big into Disney, so... Um, I think they're going to put Once Upon a Time on there soon then I might have to buy it I've been watching that mm. recently that's great <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, my sister and mum's for a while not really, yeah. <laughs> I'm on 5B and I'm bored so uh, <laughs> it's definitely a, it, it's a yeah. you can't watch it in one go I don't think it's a, no. something you've got to watch over a long time I, um, yeah. Mandalorian alone is worth it I think yeah I need to watch that I need to watch that so good I can't truthfully call myself a Star Wars fan until I've seen The Mandalorian so. yeah 
It's probably why I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> you've also got like the whole like start. Um, not, you've, yeah, you've got Star Wars all on there. Mm. Disney films. Just basically, you've got Mrs. Doubtfire on there as well because like they own Fox now, and Mrs. Doubtfire's on there, and I, I love that film. That's such a good film. It's such a good film. It's so funny. Um, yeah, but it, we have, it is, do, I think it's it's six pound a month, so it's definitely worth it. Yeah. Okay. Do we have anything else to talk about? Because I'm really I'm out. I don't think I'm. I I don't mm. think. I mean, I can talk about Once Upon a Time for a while if anyone's interested in me talking about it. Next week. <laughs> Next week. It's, so, it's yeah. two years. It's been ended two years ago, so it's not, yeah. no rush. Didn't they do a um, spin-off show of it? Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Yeah, they yeah. did, but that ended what? in 2014. Was it? I don't know. Yeah, only lasted a year, and it was... Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, obviously it wasn't that good then. I haven't seen it, so I can't comment. <laughs> it's not on Netflix either, so... No, mm. probably why. <laughs> <laughs> Probably going Disney soon. Yeah, it's got a uh, 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 what's her name? Something Hershey in it, Barbara Hershey. So I was about to say Hershey's Kisses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I think that's it. I think that's, I think that's it. it. Good discussion, everyone. Yeah. Thank it's you fantastic. for tuning in to this week's podcast. Even though we never can decide what day we're going to do, and it just turns out we haven't done it for, that, for a that's, that's not our problem. That's Upton's problem. That is. Yeah. Yeah, to be fair, it is. Yeah. And we need to care yeah. about that. That limit. Upton will return for host next time, hopefully. If he isn't working. <laughs> yeah. Which I just always have, seems to be working now. Yeah. I just have to kill kill Clements off. I just have to kill you off and spoiler alert is all mine. So No, you can't <laughs> let me off. I'm invincible. Yes. <laughs> we shall see. I have uh, I have infinite ammo. Not this argument again. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I have electricity powers. Wearing a bandana look, infinite ammo. <sighs> Love metal gear. We should totally put that at the start of each podcast, that little vroom. If you're listening, oh, Upton, no, put it at the start. We, we should put the Bioshock vendor machines. <laughs> what? Oh my ching, god, how does it ching, go? Ching. I always say it. No. Oh, come back when you got some money, buddy. <laughs> I remember that now. Love yeah. that. I always funny. say that. I'm just going to get the platinum in that game, but God, it's torture. Oh, yeah. But anyway, I think that's yeah. it then. I think that's the lot. Right, that's wrap it. us up, Clements. I'm, uh, I've said it, haven't I? I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll still... say it again. Thank oh, you well, for that joining us too. on this week's spoiler <laughs> alert. Hopefully, Upton will return next week or whenever he decides to not work, and we can do the next episode of this. Because he thinks money's more important than our podcast. Oh, um, no, right. Vote on who was the best and better host because oh, God. if I turn out to be the better host, I can actually steal it from Upton. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. see you soon. Right. Bye. can't even leave my own bloody podcast in their hands can i next week i will be back